Open at RadioEasterRiver.co.za. Have you been dreaming of buying a new home? Look no further than Central Blue in Blue Downs. Choose from freestanding homes, townhouses, duplexes and apartments. Contact us today. Visit our website at centralblue.co.za. Call us on 087-096-0962 or send us an email at sales at centralblue.co.za. Safe and quality lifestyle at affordable prices. The Butcher's Market. Looking for incredible value? Explore our fantastic range of products here at TBM at Sambury Square on the corners of Baden Powell Drive and Old 40 Road for your halal meats. Yes, our station, our talent, our people. Ik verlang naar die zoutsierheid. Ik verlang, Sang ka kung di 
Market. Looking for incredible value? Explore our fantastic range of products here at TBM at Sambury Square on the corners of Baden Powell Drive and Old 40 Road for your halal meats. Yes, our station, our talent, our people. Have you been dreaming of buying a new home? Look no further than Central Blue in Blue Downs. Choose from freestanding homes, townhouses, duplexes and apartments. Contact us today. Visit our website at centralblue.co.za. Call us on 087-096-0962 or send us an email at sales at centralblue.co.za. Safe and quality lifestyle at affordable prices. So, uh, first of all, allow me to once again just thank the Empress for the opportunity I have to interview today. I do know, and I, like I told um, both of you and Aline, that um, Indigenous Matters is very close to my heart uh, because I believe as a young person myself, we need to develop and um, empower, educate our people around uh, our cultures. We are as a people um, because many of our people don't know who we are. And for me, I believe it's important that we do educate our people. And that's the entire reason why we have this interview today. Um, so, Empress, can you just briefly introduce yourself to us, who you are, um, and how you came to be a very um, prominent, but also somewhat controversial figure in today's modern society? Hi. Enjoy Samsung Galaxy. Goosebumps. <laughs> I don't know why this goosebumps came over my whole body right now. I'm not sure for something good. Um, thank you, thank you very much. Um, also, also happy to um, also speak about our nation. Uh, they have been hiding our history. They've been hiding our history. Uh, they have um, taken all about who we are, and they gave it to different nations. And um, they have went as far as breaking down buildings and rivers and lakes and changing the names. And they went to extreme to try to take mm. our history away. And with the help of God, uh, he started showing me through visions and dreams. And um, I have been for a long time... Um, I've been having these dreams and visions, but I didn't know where it was taking me. This was like 50 years ago. And now that I look back, I know that he was teaching me. He was teaching me what general, um, uh, general. In 2017, uh, then God started um, showing me the direction he needed me to go. And since really from 2017, uh, 
I started changing because when I did research, I was going to the system, the legal system, right? Uh, studying about the laws and the international laws, the United Nations and um, all the treaties that they were signing and things like that. So God took me another direction and he may started making me see the other side of our history that we don't even know. And what the, the result, uh, because we only knew ourselves as colored and then we heard that we Griqua, then we, we learned that we are uh, Hanakwa, Jessica, whatever it is. And then it was Khoisan, then it's Hottentot, Bushman, whatever it is. But Edgar and I were sitting and talking the one day and he says, well, looks like you're going more to the Bible. I said, yes, I'm going to the Bible because that is the direction God wants me to go. And when I did do the research, I actually found out that we are actually the chosen ones. I got so much information directing us that way. We are the direct children of God. And God, we looking just like God, which is actually in the Bible that we don't even see. And um, when you read about Jesus, they say Jesus has got burnished bronze skin and he's got white woolly hair, which means Afro hair, white woolly hair. And this is where God was also trying to show me that we look like him. And then there's also another there's also another story in the Bible that says Jesus was saying that I will speak to uh, something about God and they decided that we will look just like God. So that's why our history is so deep. It's got everything to do with us being the chosen ones. I'm talking about all um Burnished bronze skin, meaning people with, uh, we haven't got brown skin. Uh, the reason why we got the skin color, I would like a lot of people. I do teach these things on the WhatsApp to learn about your skin color. Why you got your skin color. Where does it derive from and know yourself. If you don't know your roots, then you're lost. We're like a tree without roots. So if you don't know your roots, how are you going to know the, 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 how, the, how the branches and the flowers? And then you start flourishing and then you're going to start having the, the, the flowers come on and you're going to start blooming. So that's why I advise you, come and learn, come and know, because you're not just the first nation. You are the only nation. I'm talking about the people that look like us around the world. Okay. Um, you spoke right now, I think someone mentioned about you going closer to the Bible. Um, and I've often wondered about this particular question. How then do you um, connect religion with your indigenous ancestry? Because normally many would say that the, the religion Christianity was brought to us by colon, colonizers, by the white people from Europe. So how can you then connect the Bible to an Asian, uh, Asian type of tribe like the Khoisan people? I've got two Bibles. I've got two Bibles. God gave me the one. It's called Valera Bible because my name is Valerie. And in my dream was Valera, Valera. Remember Valera. And then uh, I, in my dream, I'm just saying, I'm getting upset. Like, leave me, leave me. I want to go sleep. And my name is Valerie. And then um, 
uh, then I went, the first thing I went to go and look to see, is there a Bible that is even called Valera? And when I went to go see the, Val the Valera Bible, it's still in a Spanish language, all right? And, but what I noticed in that Bible, it's handwritten. It's a handwritten. And that Bible is actually the real Hebrew. Now, we being the Hebrew, which actually means the oldest language. So that is why I know that the Hebrew being the oldest language is our language. So that, that book was actually written. I'm talking about the spelling. is actually everything to do with us. But they took it from the original Hebrew and they wrote it into the Spanish Bible. Now, I got a question about our language. I think... English is our language because when I looked at the King James Version, it is uh, 1611, and I saw they also talking about the Hebrew. They, they copied it from the Hebrew text, and that one was actually corrupted, that Bible. It's not the whole book. There's a lot of truth in the book, but uh, they have whitewashed it, and they flipped our history into their history. That's what they done. So you have spoken a lot about the history of um, our people, as you've mentioned right now. Explain to us the significance of our culture and why do you think um, our culture has been lost? I, wrote, I, I read a piece of paper the other day that was presented by your team around how many of the tribes in Africa stole many of the languages, cultures and traits that we have done as a people and they've taken up that to them almost like they have done that. So why then did they steal our culture and history, do you believe in your view? Okay, what happened with our culture, with our language, our religion even? Everybody took a piece of us. Everybody stole a part of us. Even with our culture, our language, with our food and everything. Because when they came here, which is not even two, three hundred years ago, they're not even here long. I actually did a research to find out that um, certain, I don't want to mention about race here, but not everybody came at the same time, but every race that is here, they only came to this earth. I'm talking not just the South Africa, I'm talking about this earth about two, three hundred years ago. Um, that's when, that is when all the problems started. And um, the, I don't know, what did you ask me again? I don't want to go off topic here. I'm just, why do you believe that they steal our culture and take it as if they started it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, because my mother didn't spoke a lot to us about our history and things like that. Uh, I'm going to give you an example. My mother told me that my father paid Lebola for her. My granny told me also a story in another version that my grandpa paid Lebola for her. Now, my mother and my granny are both direct descendants of King Moshesh. So that means everything that we thought, like some people with the, with the uh, thing with the, you know when a little boy and they cut the foreskin? What is it called again? Circumcision. Yes. That also our people did. Uh, there's so many rituals and things that our people did. Now everybody's claiming that as theirs. So that is what happened. We have got, but uh, they also, they also, um, God also gave me a, a word. And I, I didn't even know what this word was. It was esoteric. And then 
I got up and I said, and I went on the group chat and I'm saying, hey, I got this word esoteric. And I went to go read the word, what this esoteric means. Esoteric means sacred secrets, only a few now. Sacred secrets, only a few now. Exoteric means information they want you to know. So what's been happening since they came here, they diverted everything of who we are and whatever. And that's why they take us to these places where they teach us. And that places where we're going to is to teach us the lies. To teach us to get us away from our culture, our language and religion and things like that. So they need to pump information into our brains. All the things we did know, and there are some people that still carried on with the culture, but most of us have now come into this kind of Western kind of a, a world. And uh, through time, because our people didn't want to say anything because of the things that they were going through and also through forced assimilation and all that. That is how we lost our culture uh, and everything that we, we did lose. But it was designed for us to go to these schools, universities, and whatever it is so that we don't uh, remember who we were. Um, now, many of our people did lose their culture. Many of our people lost their spoken back then. Um, and like you mentioned, now many of us took or took un up the Western way of living. Um, in your view, how then do we now get back what we've lost? Um, learn from our forefathers, go back to learn our culture, our languages, and why would that be important as well to and to take up and start learning as well? Uh, this it is a very serious thing that is going on right now at the moment. I don't know why I'm going there. Maybe, maybe it's meant for me to speak these things out. Because we're the chosen ones and because of who God is. God, this is a spiritual war that we're on right now at the moment. This COVID and this making our country into, they want to bring it into bankruptcy. Uh, this is this is orchestrated. It is not something that just happened. By the way, even the COVID was not. Uh, by the way, that it happened, it was designed, and they are going to take us even worse. They're even going to do worse. They're even going to bring another virus in. They're still going to take us down to famine, and uh, they want a one world government, one world uh, currency, and one world leader. And things that is where we're heading right now. I don't think that, that the world is actually seeing this. So I'm getting myself very involved here today. <laughs> what I'm speaking right now. And because of who we are, they had a vengeance with God. They had a vengeance with God. They were also, then they wanted to overstep God's power. And that is why they create humans. And the only thing that they can't do is create souls. And now because God has given us the souls uh, and, and, and they don't have the souls, so they have got a vengeance on us. It's a spiritual fight against us, what, what we're going through right now. And what we are doing now is to try and get our people uh, not to be in that system. That's why we're trying to get the, us away from the system and also uh, to save souls. That is what, that is what I always preach. I always say we need to save souls. We warriors, we prophets. It's even in the Bible. God says, before you were born, I knew you. I already placed you there in that position. 
and you are actually a prophet. And that is what I made you to be. So we all are actually prophets. I want to speak about the royal houses of the Kuwait. You just mentioned right now that you, your parents, your, your mother and your grandmother were direct descendants to a particular king. Um, how significant is it that of royal houses today um, in age, but also speak upon the issue of the Khoisan royal house not being acknowledged uh, by government as of yet, but we have the Zulu tribes, the uh, Abu Tembu tribes being recognized, or their royal houses being recognized. And do you believe that recognition of your royal of the royal houses of the Khoi people is also important to also start working um, to get people back to their culture, to get an understanding of who they actually are as a people? I mean, look, I was far as Britain, you know, the, the, the British royal house. They're not really the original uh, British people. Uh, real, the real royal house was uh, actually the, American, uh, the Americans. Uh, they are actually the true ones. That is actually the King George III. They also poisoned him in 1820 and his wife Charlotte and broke down that royal. And that is when they started the nonsense from Britain. In 1820, they only came here to South Africa in 1840. That's when they also came to come and do that here. And that is why they got that King Mashesh that is there now. All of them are created by the British. And also Shaka Zulu and King Mashesh, both of them are actually Aboriginal, us, uh, the First Nation, uh, which we call colored now. We are actually the true owners of Southern Africa. And when I say Southern Africa, I don't mean only South Africa. The whole Southern Africa from here to Ethiopia is where my great-grandpa and Shaka Zulu. You see that Shaka Zulu are not black people. They were actually us Aboriginal people. So they stole that history away from us. So Shaka was actually an empire. Same thing with King Moshesh. He was actually an emperor also. Both of them were emperors. They, we had empires. And we had a lot of kingdoms in the whole of African continent, the African continent. And if you want to know your history, go to CAFFRE, which is CAFRA, and that will take you. Edgar Adams, uh, Ambassador Dr. Edgar Adams, has given a lot of pictures and also to prove uh, who the real CAFRA people are and what the, the, the Kefra means, and it means also to do with Monomatapa, and I think the African continent was actually called Monomatapa. Monomatapa's got everything to do with the gold, the King Solomon, the Jerusalem, and also Queen Sheba, which was actually here yeah, in Southern Africa. This is actually the Holy Land, all right? So um, and our history was stolen, as I said to you. Uh, same thing like with Britain, the white people there, yeah, unfortunately, uh, the, these leaders, I don't say all of the people. I When I talk about somebody, I talk about leaders. So King uh, King Moshesh is not the real lineage. He doesn't have no bloodline. He only came here from 18, uh, 1913. And he was selected by the British. I even got proof of that. Same thing with Chaka Zulu. That's our history that's stolen. Um, a quick question around your royal titles. Explain to us what your royal titles are also. Um, I looked at um, the your full name sent to me by your team, um, Letty the Third. Um, isn't that the other type of a Zulu language? Um, explain it to me as well, please. No, no, no Letty is actually ours. There's a lot of words like Santile. 
was actually started to la. Like Zula, they made it Zulu. Kosa is actually ours. And they made it Kosa into the Zulu. Or what, what black language. It's actually all ours. And they made it into, and uh, they changed. And they made these languages. They didn't have these languages before. So these languages they got is actually quite recent. So it's not their history. It's actually ours. It's all our names. It's all our history. It's all our royal uh, uh, history and things like that. Even the royal houses today, there was a time that British made a lot of, like Adam Cock, um, all these other leaders uh, made them uh, tribal leaders with the black people. And then they apparently, uh, when the British did that, they used them to fight their battles for them so they could get South Africa. And then after that, they took that away from the people. That's why the people today need um, us now, to, like especially like the black people, to give them the tribal uh, story because they don't have it. And that is why the TKL bill was actually designed, which the one that was passed, for the black people, not for our people. But they used us as a tribal, like uh, traditional Khoisan leadership uh, 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 document. But it was more to do with the black people still stealing again our history and whatever that, that was ours. Um, so part of the stealing agenda. <laughs> Can you also explain to us um, your royal titles as well, please? Uh, the reason where I'm going, let's see. My mother always told us that, um, you know, King Mashesh is a great, great grandpa and um, his granddaughter is actually Mina, let's see. And how we found out, my sister and I, because my mother told us the whole history, the names and everything, so we knew exactly where we're going to go to and we found the documents. And when we found the documents, because I didn't know where and how is it that we were connected, but I knew we were connected to King Moshesh. All right. So when we went to the documents, my sister's the one actually, she found this Letsi, uh, Mina Letsi. All right. And they even say in the history that Letsi the first, he had a daughter, his elder child was a girl. And she is actually the eldest one. She is the eldest one. Okay, the eldest daughter. And his, uh, Moshesh, his eldest son was, let's see, the first. That's what they called him. All right. And then uh, his name is actually Elias. And his name actually is Elijah in the Bible. And the other sons, which they gave him black names, and they, uh, they, they uh, uh, swindled this, uh, uh, English names and they made it black names for us to believe that it's a black lineage. The real people are, the names are George, David, Jeremiah, Ninamai, and Sophania. These are the real names. And then we found a document with Letsi the first, and we also found a document with his wife, which is Maria Letsi the first. That's why I'm going as Letty the third because I'm taking the history from the time when they poisoned my great grandpa Letty the first, and our people had to go into exile from. We come from Basutuland, which Basutuland 
was only created in 1886. Lesotho was only created in 1966 when they finished, uh, there was a rinderpest that happened in the, in the African continent. I'm talking about the colored people. When I'm talking about colored people, it's Aboriginal people. So our people were over 500 million. They almost extinct us. They brought us down to the minimum. Our people were dying like flies from 1890. It's actually 1880s from there, from then onwards, when King Mashesh, uh, they they killed him. So they brought the same virus that they did now, and what they're still planning to do, they did at that time. But they also put uh, uh, poison in our cattle, in our oxen, in the food. Our people to survive. Some of them they couldn't feed their babies because they went through famine. And it's not the first time this thing is happening that we're going to go through right now. That is what we're trying to prevent. They used to smash their children's heads against the wall, kill their babies, and some of them also tried to commit suicide. If you read that document, you will cry. That is why my heart is so close to making sure our people don't go through that again. So that book, Rinder Pest, is on the internet. Go read it. Uh, yes, it's about King uh, Moshesh story in there and even it's actually a lady story in there with, um, with um, what is her name? Charlotte with Charlotte yeah, uh, Charlotte no, no, Charlotte is actually Mena's daughter is actually Charlotte, uh, that is another story uh, so Sophania is in that story and um, they have brought us down to minimum that is how they broke us they didn't win by wars. And that's what the United Nations saying. They won the world by, by, by winning the wars, which they didn't. They didn't win the wars. Our people were too powerful. Even the 1652 story is all lies. They concocted history. They've made fathom stories and uh, fictitious stories. And um, then... In 1890, when they started killing our people, when I went to go look at our documents, I got proof about families that was killed out. My own grandpa, his whole family got killed out. He's the only one that survived, him and his, his, his uh, nephew uh, from the baby side. And I, I mean, I saw my documents about how many people died. That my aunt even told me that my great-grandpa ran away from the Cape Thinking is running away from the Cape because of the way the people were dying like flies. That he came over here to the Eastern Cape. And when he came here, that's how he married my granny. Because that is the story that our people told us. And um, all the time, he didn't know that it was also, it was actually happening in the whole of the African continent. So that's how they broke us down. Then they started demarcating and then they started changing. And then our people had to go into exile. I even got a letter from my great-grandpa. And he says that they came to Kumbu. In Upper Rosa, they, our people, were the only ones in Kumbu. Our people started Kumbu. They were the boldest. They were the people that, that uh, made the churches and uh, schools and things that they built, all those, because my was also a builder. Uh, a lot of them, a lot, lot of them, actually, our people, very, very, very good at building. And um, so in 1886, our people went uh, into exile, into Kumbu, and then in 1963, again, our people were taken. I even got documents from there to show how they took us again away from our lands. 
and the whole of the Trans Cape, uh, Eastern Cape, our people ended up in Durban, Johannesburg, all over. So our people were really messed around with. And uh, that is how our kingdom went. And that is why I'm taking it from there, from Mina, let's see, because she was next in line. And I'm taking it from her. Um, I spoke to someone a couple of months ago, I think last year. And they also have the same, I think, the same vision that you have now um, to educate people about who they are, their ancestor, um, their culture. Um, I want to ask you a quick question about the Land Act Trust that many people say Queen Elizabeth um, set up to put all the lands owned by colored indigenous people into that trust. Can you have anything, uh, any idea or information around the Land Trust Act? The land, uh, no, that is that that is not the truth. Um, she actually claimed that she calls it crown land. She actually claimed a lot of our lands, and in 1913 they created a trust. And I even got the trust. I got the Gazette document to prove they've made it into a native trust. But what they did it? Oh yeah, maybe in 1913. Yes, they put it into a trust. And us, we were called native that time, and they called it the native trust. I got the documents to prove that. So um, from 1909 uh, until now, and even with the National Party, they took the trust and they gave it to uh, the ANC. But what the ANC did, that same trust, that's how they created the restitution of 1913. But what they were so clever they put a date there so that we don't claim, so that they can claim, because the black people only came here with the Bantu stands from 1913, and they weren't not even citizens of Southern Africa. They only became citizens on the 27th, 27th of April in 1994. So they were only in the Bantu stands, and they only created the Bantu stands in 1913. They were not in Southern Africa. They only came in 1913 and they were taken away from Israel because they are actually the true uh, uh, indigenous people aboriginal people of Israel not even Palestine is actually the original ones so Israel and Palestine those people the Arabs are not the true ones there it's actually the Bantus that they took from there and they brought it down so that they can come and take our history and also cause this all this chaos between us and the divide and rule strategy. Now, the main aim of this interview is basically to speak to you about a very important court case that uh, I saw on TikTok um, where you were speaking. Can you explain to us what happened there, what the court was, was about and what the outcome of the particular court case was all about, please? Um, the court case was also to do with the Bible. When I say the Bible, I mean any religion Bible. Because when you look at it, uh, let me give you an example. We were just talking about it last night. Let me give you an example. Moses, the name Moses. I'm not going to go other things. I'm just going to talk about the religion side of Moses. Moses in the Vatican, they call him Moses. Moses with the Jews, they call him Moshesh, which is my grandpa, which is also Moshesh. Uh, when you go there by the Arabs, they call him Munsa, but Mansa Munsa. Okay, he's also Moses. So even the Jesus story, they get Allah, and every region's got their own name. But it's kind of the same story that they have, but they just uh, changed it a little bit and made you know, like they they now, like they say, um, Abram 
uh, with the two sons and the one is from uh, like uh, from an Arab child and 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 uh, uh, he favored his Christian child and when you go to the Allah uh, to the other side and then they favored and the Christian is not and when you go to the Jewish side then they say uh, you know that they can kill our people because we are not from God so there's a lot of controversy with all the religion books and it's also divide and rule strategy. And we think that when I say at the Bible, when I speak about the Bible, I speak about all religion. Okay. Um, what I was saying in the in the in the in the court case, uh, because they they needed to take our lands, and they, co- they created this trust, and because they done it illegally, fraudulently, and how they had to do it is to find a way to be able to do this trust. Okay. And the only way they could do it, if we are dead people. And that is how the queen also says that she's sovereignty over our lands, because why? We are to be dead. Terranalis. It means empty land. And even the Pope with the Anam Samsam Trust also had to make us dead. So because they say we uncivilized and we are heathens and we are whatever even the colored word they made us look up that we are such bad people we are lower than animals and we are like you know we we, be dogs and that is why they give us a doggy bag as far as i'm concerned so all this year they, they, they needed to find a way to make us be nothing that we haven't got the intellect and we strand lopers and we mad people walking around and we never had a system before which is all lies because we had the most powerful system. If you go to Macaulay, Macaulay said when he came around in 1835, that's how I knew, 1835, he said that our people were so powerful, you wouldn't find anyone doing anything wrong. You can sleep with your doors open. People love free. And we had abundance of everything. And if you also listen about Mansa Munsa, it was the richest guy that you could find. Because when you see everything about Mona Matapa and the Kafra, which is our people, if you look at the pics, you'll see that they look like, uh, they, they call, I'm going to say, uh, so-called colored. And they made us believe that we're so-called colored, that we're from black and white. All the time, your original uh, skin color is actually uh, melanin-coated, which gives you the skin color. Okay. So let me not go that way. Uh, the court system, I had to also create us that we are not dead people, that we are alive because there are scriptures in the Bible that says that when, when you are created, I made you a prophet and God knew who we are. And when he, he says he sanctified us when we came out, before we came into earth, we sanctified us. And so by that means, uh, sanctified means he blessed us. We were not sinners when we were born. And that's why they keep on drumming in that when you're going, you are a sinner when you were born and you are paying for your, 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 your thing. All that is part of the gender to make us uh, a dead people. Because in the Bible says, when you're a sinner, the, 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 the thing of, of, of thing is death. Okay, if you're a sinner, that means you are dead. The, the wages of sin is death. Okay, I'm sure you heard that verse. I'm sure you heard it a lot. So they have actually used that. It's not that we are. And another thing is um, uh, about us, because of who we are, if you really come and learn the roots of who we are, that means 
uh, that we are immortal. We don't die. Okay? So those are the two things that are used against him because they're saying that we are corporate. So this corporation needs us to be dead, which is a corpse. Corporation is dead. Corpse. You see, everything that they do, even a person, when you say the word person, means you're a dead person. So that is why we have to learn all those things. We have to learn the words, the meaning. Uh, we have to learn the system in the court. We did a lot, lot of years of studying, finding out what this corporation is all about. And that is how we had to do it in the court. And all the time, we didn't even know that this court system has got two laws in the court. They got a facade legal system or this the system that they this governing system that they got behind is another system and that is our system that's why they put the coat of arms everywhere and even when they're having a parliament uh, meeting they gotta bring the coat of arms in before they can even sit down so ours was a hidden thing that was there all the time and all the time we didn't know the court actually allows for us to have our now lawyers and advocates and things like that, uh, they sign an allegiance with the British Crown and we, because of also a document that we also found with King Moshesh and Adam Cock, the, the third, and uh, they, it was also court matter that happened with the British and the Dutch people. And it was found that we still had our lands, even in 1902, 19, 19 there's also another document that gives us even what happened in 1854 that also speaks that we still, we never gave vassalage to the crown. We never signed a mandate with anybody. We never gave them any contract or something. Kim Oshesh, even Adam Koch, none of our people gave them the right to come and uh, rule our, our country. Even until today, they don't have that right. So they are, yeah, like, first of all, killing us, which is Holocaust. Because it's mass murder. Number two is genocide. Genocide is a lot of reasons. There's actually 12 steps of genocide. And each of those 12 steps, they have violated um, uh, against us. Then there is a high treason, which is also, which we charge them in the court. Because they have done everything stolen from us, embezzled all our golds and diamonds and everything, stolen us dry and also making us suffer like this and to keep us oppressed and the more they oppress it is to show god that i got your children and i am going to give them the hardest time and i am going to mess around with them because why the more i mess around with them i'm showing you god that we are more powerful than you so now that is what we're coming to do we're coming to save souls um, is the court case concluded or is it still going on? And if it is concluded, what was the outcome of that particular court case as well? As I said to you, there's two courts, there's two laws. When I came in the court, there's a gate. They call it uh, the floodgate. That is the ship. It's a harbor. Now that judge sits on the ship. If you look at it and if you see the picture, what there is in the front is that he's sitting on the water. But on the other side of this, this gate, if you go in the court, go and have a nice look again when you go again to the court. On this side, they call the floodgate, meaning you're on the land. So I stood on the land and the Aboriginal that were there stood on the land. Amanda, you were there. 
And the judge kept on asking me to come to the front, and I said no. Because the minute you put your hands on the floodgates and you want to come there to him, then your story is over. Then you come into their law. But if you stay on your side, on the land, because now I'm using land laws, not that. And I'm not talking about this common law nonsense that they're sitting and talking about. I'm not talking about their laws. I'm talking about Aboriginal, which is God's law. If you look in the Bible properly, God said in the Bible, okay, I'm not saying God said, in the Bible is written that the laws is not written with ink and on tablets. Our law is written in our souls and in our mind. God has implanted our laws. So our laws is to do with our soul and our spirit and with them as written on paper. And ours is not their law. Theirs is on paper, contract. That is what their law is all about. So me being on this side, I stuck the ground for you. And also the Aboriginal that stood up and made a proclamation. The proclamation means it is a public announcement. And the public announcement, Amanda was one of them, that said, we don't want you to rule us anymore. We're taking that title that you said that you are the trustee and we don't need you anymore. So you said you're standing on behalf of us. We don't need you because you violated every right because we didn't benefit from 1909 until now. So the monies that we did claim in the, in the court, which we did say, uh, also my documents, that that money, the only money that I'm sitting and talking about right now is all the profit sharing from 1909. That's the money I'm claiming. That's only one of the claims. We still got a lot of other claims, but this is, I'm only concentrating on this one because this one, government cannot deny. Government can't say it's there because we got the documents to prove that they put out the whole of F South Africa in the trust. When I say they put the whole of South Africa in the trust, means they put the land, water, sea, all mineral resources, raw materials, fauna, flora, everything is in there. So all the monies that they've been generating through the years, we were supposed to be reaping from there. But everybody else is reaping and we're getting nothing. So now we charge them for doing that. And we also charge them for fraud, for illegally opening a trust, which we never gave them permission. And we also charge them for the standing as trustees and they violated their trusteeship responsibilities okay so who the people are is 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 is, is uh, the state and we also charge the the government and everybody else that goes with it even internationally don't you think that um by going or making use of government africa's legal system will not get you anywhere why don't you make use for example like international body like the un or the i the international criminal court to um, get what you actually want from this entire court case? Uh, as I said to you, in South Africa, our law exists here. That is why I went there. But I needed, because of the corporation and because of how I done it, and because I stood my ground on our law, which is God's law, and their law is against God's law. So I needed to use God's law in our own, but I needed someone to take me, which my sister-in-law took, my husband and I, which is, which everyone is hearing. That is a divorce case because it's why Clarice versus 
A. Clarice, which is my husband, Andre Michael. Uh, she's Judith Clarice. She's a Jew, and uh, we are the original Jews. So it was a Jew against a Jew story, and God planned it that way. There's a lot of stories. I can tell you the reason why for that. And um, so we fought the original Jew in the court. Okay, God needed me to do that. Um, she she turned Jew. Uh, I think from 1980. And she and a brother. So my husband's not a Jew, and we had to fight this. I think this God needed to show the world that we, as the real Jews, are going to stand in court against the Jews. You see? So um, I needed her, someone to take me, and I know that this court case, this court case, this specific court case with my sister-in-law was actually planned by God. There's a lot of reasons why I'm saying that. But I will give lessons and things like that, and then you will hear why. Um, the, I can't take someone, this government, to court. That means I'm going with their system. But they took me to their system, which gave me rights to charge their system for being illegal. Okay, I hear you. Um, so what's the way forward now? Where do we go from here? Um, we, we, we took government to court, we took the state to court, and probably also the president of the country, as well as those who basically now are, are leading our nation. We took them all to court right now. So what is the, the way forward? How do we claim back the trust to the people? Um, and also when it happened, We'll be in control of this trust because, like you mentioned right now, we've already been, uh, the trust has already been stolen from. Um, it was done without our consent in the first place. So should the trust now be given back to us? What will own it? Who will control the trust? And what happens forward? Okay, there's one thing that you mentioned. Uh, this is what I would like our people to know. We don't ask government for anything anymore. Uh, the trust is already by us. We already took it back. So it's not something that we're still going to do. We've already done that. That is why we got the Board of Trustees. When we went to Parliament, uh, the 7th and 7th of July, we asked the leaders to come and meet us there. And only some of the leaders came, and those were the ones that were chosen for the Board of Trustees. Now, the trustees, the Board of Trustees, are the ones that got the, the trust which is the land, water, sea, air, everything, and everything to do with us is in that trust. So we now have got full control of South Africa. Legally, they are now even more on the fraudulent. Uh, they actually should be charged for that. But because we are not 100%, we're still going there. And uh, we're forming, uh, that is why we need to work as fast as we can because um, we're still in the process of getting where we need to be. But as I said to you, we already took back South Africa. We have got the land already. We've got the mineral resource already. We've got right to everything. And especially me with my empress because empress um, oversees all kings and queens. And this position that I'm holding is the highest law besides God in the world. Um, so I don't listen. Government, government's got no um, competition with me. They nothing. 
forgive my ignorance to this fact, um, but we live in a world where in order for you to basically be seen as part of the global world, you must be recognized as a state. Uh, the trust also must be recognized. Do you believe then that the, the global world, be, be it in the South, be it in the West, will they recognize the new incoming leadership? Because let's be honest here, we live in a democracy where the constitution reigns supreme and where elections determine who will lead us. So should us now go back to there? We might also say, but this trust can't, or you can't con- just take over because the people have spoken in the last 2019 general election. What's your view about that? If you're still colored, if you still classify yourself as colored, then you're still going with the system, then you are a dead, dead entity, and you're still a corpse. So if you didn't register on the database, then you're still a dead entity. If you registered on the system, gives you right to be Aboriginal, being, gives you the right to be the ownership. So that is how important it is to register. That is one of the things. You are also giving me a mandate to claim your money. That is what you are giving me when you are coming and you're registering. And then you're also saying, number two, as, as what, what it is that I confirm that I don't want to be colored anymore and I am now Aboriginal, being the owner of this land. So why do we have to go to government, go ask them anything because they're not the owners? Why do we have to go to international? Who are they? They got nothing to do with us. We need to change our mindset. We are so groomed into believing that these people's laws have to sit. We have to listen to their laws. We have to change our mindset. We are so uh, manipulated, so, uh, as I said, groomed into believing that foreigners, that they are here to control us. And even the voting is actually illegal. This government don't have the right to do this voting. Anyone that goes to vote, they're also allowing. Do you know who the real people are that you go and vote for? People speak about Palestine, they speak about Israel. All the time, you got Israel right here in your own country. I don't understand the mentality of people saying that they want to go vote because they're going to come and, and, and they can do something for our people. Uh, I'm treading on waters here, and I know I'm going to be hated here. Uh, I'm really playing with my own life here. Um, Okay, let me, let me explain this. Cyril Ramaphosa, if you look at the United Nations document, there is a booklet, and it says the Cyril Ramaphosa is only a facade. It's just a sugar coating. That is a government. All right? He is only here to bring in the chaos, the rule and divide strategy. That's all he's yet. He's got no rights to lands or even laws or anything like that. That is what government is all about. The real government which stole, which uh, Trevor Manuel, which is actually family of mine, Trevor Manuel, uh, Praveen Gordon, and Mandela sold our country off in 1998. And now they, ANC, EFF, and DA are all shareholders with the Illuminati people. So if you are voting, you're voting for Illuminati to still be in control of your, of your assets. 
Even I'm not even just talking about the Aboriginal people because we're not just here for Aboriginal. We here for every soul that is, or every I would say, uh, a, a human that is here on 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 this. We here to save all of you because they're gonna bring in a lot of things which I don't want to talk about right now because you're asking me the, the question, and um, the these these people um, they took our country with everything. And they bring it down to bankruptcy, as I spoke about earlier. And um, they put it on the stock market, and they can crash the, the market tomorrow with our country on that 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 thing, which we already said you don't have to put our country on the stock market, and our country is not on the stock market. So that is why they put it in 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 uh, in a trust, and that is why they put it on the stock market because they now when the thing goes uh, bankrupt. Then they're going to come and be like a messiah, like how they brought Mandela. And then they're going to say, oh, we're coming to rescue you. We're going to pay all your debts off for you. And we're going to give you all the time. That is part of the New World Order agenda to the One World Government. And also what I also did say, to, which I'm also saying to government, that you made those laws. You made those loans. We didn't sign for it. We didn't sign any mandate, nothing. So you cannot come and charge South Africa. You cannot charge South Africa because it belongs to us. And we got it now. We, our board of trustees, are sitting with our lands now. We're the owners now. You can't come and ask us for anything because a contract is something that happens to between two people. And we were not part of that, that contract. Um, who is the this board of trustees that you have mentioned right now um just for clarity on that also you know i want to disclose them i want to disclose them but um i mentioned it to another meeting we are being attacked left right and center for what we are doing our own people it is so dangerous even myself what i'm speaking right now um I'm protecting them. You are going to know it as soon as we do take over. We will give it out to everybody. Because once I give the names, then they're going to attack those people. I'm so worried about them. We, 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 we are going in danger zones here. I hope that you'll understand. Um, were, the, okay, were these people appointed elected by yourself um or by government who was responsible for, without mentioning names who was responsible I've got nothing i would like as i said to you change the mindset about government government doesn't have to give us approval government doesn't even have to we if if you can only know that government has got no rights they got no rights do you know what you can do with all the papers from 1909 you can actually take it and put it all in a bin and actually burn it. They don't have the right to it. They are illegal. They haven't got the right to rule us. And so we start all saying, all Aboriginal, and come and say together, and even the rest of South Africa stand with us and say, we don't want you to rule us anymore. We want to be free. And that is exactly what we want to do. Because we're not selfish people. If we are children of God, then we just like God because God sees to everybody. That is how it is. We don't need a system. We don't need a system. 
I know what your answer will be for, for the next question, but I just want to try to find something out here. Um, but do you believe, first of, or don't you believe that? Um, I know what you what you will say about this, but don't you think that we can use elections, voting, as a means of trying to change what's happening? And before you answer, yes, the thing. And once again, forgive my my ignorance towards this the entire debate with it, but. Uh, we have a huge population in this country that do not who do not even recognize colored people as a people already. They ha- don't recognize the indigenous people to be of color descent as well. Um, and those populations are in majority. They are majority black. They are Zulu diaposa, and those people do not support us at all. But also they vote for ANC the uh, EFF. So don't you think we should rather go to them, try to f- get the votes? and vote ANC out and then throw, like you said, the facade, then do whatever we need them to do. I know what your response okay. will be, but I'm just trying here. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm going to give you another answer. I'm going to give you another answer. There was a war, if you read the Bible properly. I mean, as I said, Bible meaning all, all the Bibles. If you read it properly, you see everything has got to do about God in what we are doing. There was a war that happened between God and the his opponents, right? And these are the same opponents that are sitting and controlling us right now. And um, God threw them out. And he took away the soul away from them. And also uh, the, the connection with him. That's why we're the ones that can have vision and dreams and they don't have it. Uh, that is their ancestors. I'm not talking about the people now. When I talk, I talk about leaders. Please, please, please. I'm talking about leaders. I'm not talking about the people on earth. Okay. Um, then... They came and they created people. Wow, that's another story. Let me not go there. Uh, they, they created slaves. Let me rather say they created slaves. All right. To get where they want to be. So this was pre-planned. If you really go on down with history, which I found out, that they pre-planned. You see the Valera Bible I told you about? What God needed me to see in that Bible is four paper bulls. Right? Four paper bulls. And what's in those paper bulls? Please do yourself a favor. Go in the paper bulls and go read what it is all about. The first case that I did in Cape Town, I didn't even know what those paper bulls were all about. And Edgar put it into my documents because when we had the case there, and when I went to go read it again, and then when God gave me this vision and said, like, go to this Bible, and when I listened to a YouTube about what the Bible, they, they, they were actually giving the history of this Bible and how this Bible, the monks found these documents, they went in a barrel, they took these documents and they hid it and they, they went as far as Spain and then uh, when they got to Spain, these, these same monks got killed. So the person that wrote the Bible is actually Reina. Reina wrote the Bible first in, uh, well, I'm not even worried about the dates, but anyway, and then Valera wrote it again. So when Valera wrote this Bible, he uh, put these uh, paper bulls in there and he said, I know that even on the video, this guy is explaining everything because everything's in Spanish. So he was saying, because he, he put checks into the Bible, right? So that we can know, so we can know the truth. And he took his life on hold or, or, or he put his, his life on, on, on a, I don't know what they call it. He's a martyr. He's a martyr. 
he, he, he made sure he puts those paper bulls in the Bible because he knew when he does that, his life is going to be in danger. And they killed him. The year 1602, they killed him in 1602 for that same Bible. And what's in that Bible it speaks about, it's also another long story. Please, I'll do that another time. And that was all planned how they're going to come to our lands, the natives, the owners of these lands, and how they're going to bring our royal houses down and what they need to do. And if even they must kill and murder and rape and whatever they need to do, whatever force they need to do is to bring us down. And that is what is all in the paper balls. So it was pre-planned genocide, high treason, holocaust, and whatever in those paper balls by... Um, by uh what is his name uh king um kings uh, i'll forget i'll get his name um they, they call it the Borgia house alexander alexander the sixth yeah pope alexander the sixth so they pre-planned and i think that meeting happened the real time when it happened when uh, macaulay came to africa and then he went back and he says hey it's hard to get these people to go and put them down and he says the only way you can use it is because of God. They love God so much. So use God against him. I'll give you that document also. He said use God against his people. So they have done everything. And they use God because they know the love for God that we do have. So we shouldn't vote that that's a response. It's all planned. Okay. Everything was planned. Do you think that if I have worked maybe for 100 or 200 years to get you down and I'm going to allow you to come into government, we are going to keep you out. You think that I'm even going to allow you to have one seat in government to give you power? Think. Think again. Think. Okay. <laughs> um, that, that is okay. So, sorry, you can continue. I'm saying, think again, if I am going to work so hard to maybe, let's get another example. I want this man, he's married, and he's wealthy, whatever. And I want that wealth, and I want that man, and I don't care about his wife and children, whatever. I'm, I'm going to go break it up. I'm going to be worried about his wife and children, okay? Because I want him. Now, while I'm watching, do you think I'm going to allow that woman to come and stay in my house? No. That is what is happening right now. They're going to do everything to make sure we don't come there. Do you think that they want to come and talk to us? No. One thing I want to this message I want to give you. I want to say from the bottom of my heart. I prayed before I came on. And I said, God, you are going to speak through me. And I wasn't actually even going to speak these things. But God gave me the power to speak this to everybody. I mean, I say, God, I don't mean... God, Christian, God, uh, anyone. I, I, I mean God right through all religions because we all pray to one God. Um, if, if God is part of this agenda, you think that he's going to make us go into something that is not good? You think he's going to forsake us? You think God is going to... He took me how many years? How many years with God? Journey with God? 50 years? You think he's going to let me down? I don't think so. 
So we need to trust God in our journey. So we came so far, and whatever we need to do, we can't divulge too much, because once our enemy knows our next move, then they're going to come, and what they've done this whole week, bashing us. So we're going to take one step at a time, and I think I spoke a lot <laughs> today. Okay. Um, a last question that I have for you. Um, okay, the second last question I have for you. Um, can you just tell our people more about the, the database that you spoke about early on? What is it all about um, and why people who can apply, who should apply for this particular database? Um, the, the CAFRA word, I think I spoke about the CAFRA word earlier. We, we, Edgar and I were researching and we were trying to see and, and, and something told us, hey, it's not just um, the, the people that they say is, is, is the first nation. And we found out that there's actually so much lies about who the real Aboriginal people are. And then I came across some documents and they spoke about the Madagascan people. And uh, my husband's family is Madagascan. And then I found out that they're actually our people. Then after that, uh, I, because we were going through the dates and when the people were coming here and how this and that, because we really went deep down, you know, and then we saw that all the people from the town, and that's how we found about the Zulas and the Kosas and the Bantus. Bantu actually means, uh, uh, um, it actually means a language, the black people's language. And um, so... We, we really went uh, quite deep and we found the fins and, uh, and uh, you know, these people from the town and they were told that they come from black and white. It's a lie. They're Aboriginal. And then I also found out that uh, the Malays, Malay actually means Muslim. It's a religion. Malay is religion. And we found out that they also are the Kafirs. If you're a Kafir, that means you're Aboriginal. And as I said to you, if you are Aboriginal, that you're also part of God's chosen. But just because of the rule and divide strategy, and that is why they separated you. They used that as a strategy against you. So they are also Aboriginal. Then I found out that the St. Helena, the St. Helena Island, they were never there. I found a map and it says St. Helena, and I still went to go and do more research on the St. Helena. And then St. Helena actually means Helios. Helios. And do you know that the Bible was actually called Helios, Biblios, before? And then I also went deep into that history. Anyway, that's also another story. And um, I found out that actually they come from South Africa. They were only brought there now recently. Even the Madagascan people, even the Malay people, they were here all the time. And then we also found out, yeah, that um, there's a lot of people. That is actually our people, and, and, and they're saying uh, that uh, they try to divide us so that we don't claim uh, what is rightfully ours. You see, they, they change our name, they change our culture, they change our, our religion, they change the places, the names, the, even Africa was changed from Monomotopa, uh, then which Ethiopia. Ethiopia actually means people with our skin color. Even the Nile River means our skin color. Even Lesotho means our skin color. Um, even, but you know, they give you actually, when you do research, go and look at what it means. Like 
human, H-U-M-A-N, actually means people that are hybrid. That's not, that doesn't have souls. Let's just put it like that, that doesn't have souls. And then when you see H-U-E-M-A-N, means people with our skin color. And then they say the Aboriginal people. But when they put it human, then they say recent people. You see, they even gave, they give the game away. I think I think they like to play a uh, 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 chess game with us. Hmm. You have mentioned twice already that, um, for example, human would also say they created people. What do you mean by they created people? If you would like to go into that as well. <laughs> there's um, history. Uh, there's even pics, the, the incubators. They try to copy us. They try to copy us. And they actually created people out of us. But the only thing that fell short with them is our souls. I hear you. Um, the last question. I, I, I do know I, I might, I, I know your response to this as well. Um, but we are in an election year. Um, we are going to vote to vote for another president to lead our country. Um, hopefully it will not be the current government. Um, but what is your view? <laughs> I know response, but what would you like to stop? <laughs> you must, you must do that. I'll answer you on that. <laughs> what is your response uh, or your view about the upcoming election? And I have a final question as well um, to the um, database view as well, and Amy. But just go respond to the uh, question about the elections, please. Okay, the elections. Who owns DA? Who owns ANC? Who owns EFF? They got one leader. Or they they are owned by one person. It doesn't matter who you vote for. <laughs> if it's another party, which is our Aboriginal or anything that they're not going to win. The only people that will win is one of those three. And I think this time they are going to do a collusion. They're going to do a collusion and that's a one world government. You understand? So when it's a one world government means that is part of the Illuminati, which is actually part of what they always wanted. So it's a, it's a risk going to go vote. EPA and NCC, just say now, they go and give their votes to ANC or EFF or whatever. And they think, hey, let me go and lead a coalition with them. That is part of the New World Order agenda. They're not, they're not even knowing that they're falling in line with what they actually want. That's the danger part of it. But then, where we come in, because we are Aboriginal, Okay, if Aboriginal people go and vote, then they're giving the power back to them. All right, those those people that do vote, even if even if it is the rest of the country that votes, that vote doesn't count. Even if it is uh, uh, seventy or eighty percent that vote for ANC or DA, those votes doesn't count. You know why? Because Aboriginal is not voting. Only Aboriginal can vote to give them the right. At, that is like a, another kind of a contract. If Aboriginal don't vote, then they don't have a right to this country. But because we already got it back, so we, I'm not really worried about that. They can go vote, doesn't matter. 
but that doesn't count because we already got it. So they are going to vote for something that is actually not there. Ancient uh, parties like the NCC, the National Cape Colour Congress, as well as the Patriotic Alliance, do you think that they might be able to continue to fight for people of colour, pe- Aboriginal people, um, and to fight for what we need and what we believe in currently? Remember, government is selected. Mm. I think it's selected. Three plan. So even if you think that you're going to try and go and win, you're not going to win. You're not even going to get a seat enough for you to have any power. To change any law, you need two-thirds. Mm. And who's going to vote with you? That's a colored child. No one's going to start standing with you. You, you think that you're going to get any other race standing with you, you'll never get it. Two-thirds you need. And you think... Let me tell you something. Here's a pick, which Mandela, uh, Becky... Um, uh, Zuma and, and Ping, all four of them, all four of them were selected presidents. they all Illuminati presidents. They signed an oath. So, you can never be a president. You can never. And if you go with them, that means you also sign yourself over to Illuminati again. Um. Do you believe then, first of all, don't you think people now tell you that it's basically only conspiracy theory being pushed by people like yourselves? Um, because we have people of color within parliament. My view, I believe they've all failed our color people as well, um, because they have not done enough for our people to, to bring significant change. Um, but don't you think people will just say, ah, it's only conspiracy theory being pushed by yourself or your own type of agenda that you have? I didn't come now, and no one even knew about me. Uh, no, there were people that knew about me, but no one really knew that Edgar and I were working behind the scenes. So we didn't really need anybody. What we did by ourselves to bring us where we are now. The only time people are really coming now is because of the database. Mm. Not everybody's actually coming because of change. They're only coming because they want the money. And that's why we got a lot of enemies on the same ones that's coming on. Uh, people are in poverty. They are struggling. And they're looking at this as, uh, as uh, another way of, of, of coming right. And some leaders are coming because uh, that's why they're fighting us. Because uh, they think now, oh, we're going to give everybody X amount of money and things like that. No, we got to secure our people because anyone can even go murder our people for that money. So we got to really, really think carefully. That's why the Board of Trustees is there yeah. to make sure that they, uh, not only Board of Trustees, there's a whole governing system that is going to talk for our people and decide uh, uh, how and what is going to go on. Why do we need someone else always? That is our question. One question I want to ask our colored people. I'm saying colored because you got a mind of a colored. Why do you need someone else to run it for you? Why can't you do it yourself? Why is it that we are so dependent and why don't we trust our own to bring us where we need to go that is, that is the story you know you want to call me back after elections and i would like you to call me back and what i said right now 
we're going to have the same conversation because you will see how none of them got a seat. If they did get a seat, it would be just enough for them, even though they they just as a, a, a wallflower, but they won't have no power. Uh, Kaitin and and Ping for this last five years, did you see them around? Mm-hmm. When did they come out? During the elections, of course. Thank you. To now. <laughs> uh, last question to you. Um, as we as we conclude this uh, interview, um, should be if people apply to this particular database, what will what do you get? Um, why should you then also apply? You are applying. You are applying. Do you know that you as a beneficiary? Do you know the power that you carry as a beneficiary? Do you know that you as an Aboriginal? What power are you carrying? If you look at, did you look at the colored word? Did you read it? What the colored word means? The clerk wrote on a document, it's an Afrikaans document. He says one of the things that the colored word has done, never mind, they, they um, brought us down and said that we are um and we are lower than and and whatever. One of the things that he did say in the document, he says they keep this colored word on us so that we don't claim our heritage. While you got the colored word, you will never get your heritage. Only if you become an Aboriginal. And we were fighting from 2006 trying to get this colored word out and the system as i said to you if you go to if you take them to court you will never win only if someone takes you to court you can go and win the case in in the court so the colored word is totally against you and being an aboriginal gives you power that you don't even realize you can come out of this nonsense and we can even help all the other people because that is how much power that we have. We can save souls. Okay. And where do people apply um, for or where do people get a database to apply? Amanda is one of them that has been e- e-talk, uh, TikTok, um, Facebook, um instagram all the media all the media and on whatsapp we give the numbers we tell you but um i must applaud let me let me just say thank you to these people i thank amanda and them and wendy uh wendy has been a faithful um supporter for years on facebook that is why i i put her in as admin to control admin and amanda they were also the court case um I just love them for the commitment and the people that they brought on board and they are really there uh, answering questions, telling you what it is all about, not just coming on and just sitting. We're also teaching while you're on these groups, you're learning about yourself and as I said, you're learning about your roots, which is which is very, very important. Mm. And you'll know how much worth you are and who you are and how important you are, you know, as God's uh, chosen well actually the chosen children um that is one of the 
beauty things that everyone is so oh people they are so happy when they come in the groups they say i i, I wish i was here a long time and we were just having the talk yesterday and amanda and they were saying wow they are so happy about what's going on and you know uh now they know who they are they are so happy uh that is what i've been trying to do teach we don't just come and oh yeah vote for me and i'm gonna give you this and that. we teach you we tell you we give you pics we give you maps we give you all evidence which is nice on whatsapp uh sometimes they even take you down like amanda they've been taking her down for quite a while and um, there's a lot of other people like uh you um uh, richard um ricardo i should say ricardo peterson and uh, what's the other lady's name desire what's what's her name david what's her name daniel Daniel, Daniel is also making YouTube's. Uh, Etienne was. Oh, I'm so disappointed. But Etienne uh, is turning on us now. Uh, there's a um, there's a lot of other people that's coming on. Even Louis, um, he's also come in a lot of uh, for done a lot. Uh, even Richard, Richard is actually I got a security guard right here by me now, and they are looking after me. They pick me up at the airport free of charge. uh they do a lot they're looking after me to see that i get where i need to go to and um uh also uh this pastor constance that came in uh there is estelle van rensburg she came in uh the lorris came in this people that came in financially a lot of people on the groups they helping us be where we are right now and they also support me by by you know getting where i need to go to i am i am over the moon happy and 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 you know where we are right now uh we also try to get our governing system in order so that when the big day happens uh you know that our people are going to be okay this is also to protect us uh from injections because they're going to try and force injections on our people and what happened with covid a lot of people lost their people uh amanda Can I speak, Amanda? Can I speak about your husband? Uh, Amanda lost She's her. She's muted. Yeah, she also lost her husband and her father, uh, not long after each other. And um, there's a lot of people that lost lives, just like what happened in 1890. And if the AIDS is not even a sickness, uh, that the the medication killed the people. Uh, all these viruses, they tell you it's a virus. they actually got something else that actually kills you even with cancer they tell you it's cancer but uh, the chemo you go for that actually kills you so you you get picked randomly randomly not everybody dies because they can't make everybody die because otherwise you catch on mm-hmm. but you will just be the wrong people person the wrong time and if you are forward enough to go and go and go and take a test you are actually putting yourself in line uh, to be picked uh, that random pick for you for your life to end so don't go i will warn people don't go we are to blame for what happens to us if they say come for injections even your children don't go if they say come and get yourself tested don't go i didn't get tested i'm still alive today so many people that didn't get tested proven that they were positive so stay away people stay away save yourselves we can only tell you so much to help you don't go when these people say how high you say how low and you stay in your space that's right you say 
I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to do as you telling me anymore. We are not listening to you. My sister said to me, well, if they say that the peaches are wrong for you, I'm going to go and eat it. If they say this is good for you, then you don't eat it. That is how we must do reverse cycle now. To be able to save us because they put poison in our water, they put in our food, in the air, in everything. Everything is poisoned. We just don't know how sickly, I'm, I'm 60 years old, but I feel like I'm 100 years old. Because that is what they are doing. The water, everything, yeah, so the food, the, the injections, even the tablets I'm even too scared to take that, that they're putting thing in. They, yeah, they even tell you on YouTube, they, yeah, to come and make sure they want to delete us completely, completely with God. And then they want to, they want to uh, deal with God after they first want to kill us, finish off, and... Our souls, they want to also make sure our souls are depleted and also uh, that uh, when we are finished, uh, then they're going to go for God. <coughs> that, that is what our story is. So this thing is not about power. This thing is not, not about power. It is not about money. It's not about getting our land. This is saving souls. That is what it is all about. People got the wrong perception of what our our movement is all about and what we're striving for. Because remember, I'm 60 years old, right? I'm 50 years old. It took me 50 years to get where I am now. Everything happens to me. Who's going to take over from me to know what I do now today? Who's going to take over? That's why I teach. Because our youth needs to know these things. Because what's going to happen to them? We are more worrying about our children and our grandchildren. That is what we are here for. That is what we're giving our lives up for. Okay? It's all about our children. It's got nothing to do with power. I don't even care about being empress. But if empress is going to help me, save you, then I'm going to use it. Amanda, uh, do you observe the, 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 the link that people can go to apply um, for the database? So um, the links are available and I have made my number available. Uh, so I get a lot of inboxing on my WhatsApp. Uh, I can give you my number as well. I'm quite happy for people to WhatsApp me or even call me if they want to know more about it. My number, can I give it to you now? Yes. Zero double six one four six nine three one two. Okay, so you can just use the number if they want like to know anything about the database or even. Yes, I can yeah. help them. Okay, okay awesome. so I can share the link and I I usually just give them a link and the link for the database, and some people call me and I explain to them if they're having a struggle to understand what it's about. Okay. So yeah. Thank you so much. Um. Queen Empress, as we conclude this interview, I'd like to really thank you for um, for everything. Thank you for, for sharing with us. Thank you for coming on here and just being part of the program. I really do appreciate um, everything about that. 
Uh, what I want to do is I want to thank everybody. I know there's some names I left out. I'm feeling so bad now. I wish I can say all the names. But there's so many people that's out there that is helping us and, and making sure that this uh, movement goes forward. And because now that they know the reason why we're doing what we are doing, and, and, and that is why it actually gives them even more the zest to move forward. And and yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm absolutely grateful. And I'm also grateful for my partner, which is uh, Ambassador Edgar Adams, that has also stood by me all this time. And he's also being earmarked now. Uh, people are also trying to uh, say bad things about him. That is not true. And such a beautiful somebody that is so also giving. Uh, they're also trying to trash his name out now, uh, trying to break us up. They're trying to break our admin up. They're trying to break us up. And they're trying to break up the the people that are uh, trying to move this uh, thing forward. We are just going to pray and ask God to just um, delete all these people out of our lives. And uh, whoever's interfering with what we're trying to do to save not only us. I'm saying save everybody for that matter. And as I said, it's not about riches and things like that. Because we are people that share. Um, Emperor, once again, thank you so much for being part of the program today. Um, thank you for information. Thank you for sharing with us. I really do appreciate it. Um, and I will then talk with you after the election, like you said, uh, and then we will see what happened. Um, but best of luck with your endeavors. Best of luck with whatever you're doing. And yeah, we will speak again. Auntie Amanda, thank you to you as well for being here. Enjoy Samsung Galaxy AI technology this fantastic Friday. Save 7,200 Rand when you get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 for only 699 Rand per month on an Elevate 2 contract. Plus, get 30 gigs free data to experience Samsung Galaxy AI. Go in store or call 084145. Valid 23 Feb to 3 March. Switch to Celsi today. Now on SA's best network. T's and C's apply. Celsi. Change your world. Okay, um, once again, I would like to thank um, the Empress as well as the entire team for organizing that um, interview there. Um, once again, a number, if you would like to get hold of Ms. Amanda, is of course 66 146 9312 That's 66 146 That's for if you want to know any details or information regarding the database or even the movement itself, please do contact Ms. Amanda. To Ms. Danaline Franzman and Ms. Ricardo Peterson, thank you to you as well for facilitating and organizing this interview. I must have really enjoyed it, Nuhas. Um, and the slogan of this show is knowledge and empowerment. And I always say that if we can provide knowledge or invite people with knowledge, we can be empowered. And once we're empowered, we have the ability to not only know about our history and who we are as a people, but also stand up for what we believe is the truth. And that's why we have these types of discussion on this, but also on Radio Yesterday as well. I read somewhere over the weekend on Facebook that a particular person posted this on Facebook where he said that... Um, other radio stations in, in South Africa or even in Cape Town don't play local music, but the Radio East River does. And that's why this was about us. All the stars, all the talent, and all the mensa. And we celebrate our people because we must do that. So this so was dedicated to informing you, to impart knowledge, and to also empower you. And I do hope that you now know more about who you are as a people. So yeah, um, 
Let's go for a quick music break. And then when we come back, I'm going to speak to you about what happened over the weekend in political news. Uh, but also, there was something very interesting that the person did uh, on Friday, I believe, on Thursday or somewhere in the week, I think midweek, about the national election. So if you come back, we'll speak about that. Don't go anywhere. Stay with me. We'll be right back. Do you want to take your business to the next level? Advertise with Radio Easterover by emailing us at admin at radioisterover.co.za.
You are listening to Radio Yesterova. Okay, so on Wednesday, welcome back guys, I hope you enjoyed that music break there. So on Wednesday, the 29th of May, um, the president uh, promulgated the election date. No, sorry, on Wednesday this uh, week, last week, the president promulgated um, the election date to be the 29th of May 2024. Um, of course, last week Friday was the last day anyone could have um, registered if you would like to participate in the election for those who will, of course. Um, so yeah, special votes will take place on the 27th and 28th of May, and then applications are now open and will close on the 3rd of May 2024. So please do take care of that. Um, I would also like to, I think I'm going to invite the IS to come and speak to us within the next couple of, of episodes, because there's one issue I have, specifically now that we will have three ballot papers when we go to elections this year. Normally we would only have two, and I worked at the IEC before, and I know that whenever you are there, when people come in, specifically older people, they struggle with two ballot papers already, and now we're going to have three. So I don't know how they will do it. And we also now have almost 300 and something political parties in South Africa. So I don't know how we will do that and what will happen when it comes to our old people um, because they've already struggled with two better papers. But I will speak to them about that. Hopefully in the next two weeks or three weeks will be here, but I will ensure we will get them in to come and speak to us about that. Um, yeah, so... Um, it's also important to know, they've also discussed this morning, that you must vote where you're registered. So you can't vote outside of the registration place that you registered in. So if, for example, I must vote at Palm Park Primary School, I can't go vote at Malton Primary School, or at wherever other voters is, you must vote at Palm Park. So please do that, because they might turn you away when you go to the voting pool. Um, so vote where, you are, where you're supposed to register. Um, so yeah, um, that's my side. I would like to once again thank everyone for being here. Thank you for watching. Uh, thank you once again to the emperors and the team that organized this very important uh, discussion around indigenous matters, but also the court case and also the database that you must go. If you want to, go and apply, go and register yourself in the database, and let's get our country working again. Um, it's important, guys, that irrespective of who we are in this country, irrespective of what color we are, irrespective of what tribe or whatever religion we believe in, but we must now work as more than ever before, to unite as a people. Over the weekend, ANC had a manifesto launch. And one thing that really got me angry was the fact that the, the president said that they will create about 2 million jobs. They had 30 years to, do, to, to create 2 million jobs. They failed this many. How many young people are unemployed today? And they are now promising, give us another five years, please. Oh, no. As a belief, as a belief. Give us another five years, and then we will give you 2 million jobs. Um, if you are stupid enough to believe that, that's up to you. Um, Martin Luther King once said that at, at, the, um, at a, uh, the movement in somewhere in the 80s or in the 90s, 80s in the USA, he said, free at last, free at last. Thank God I'm free at last. The, 24th, uh, the 29th of May of this year will be a day we can all sing that song or Saudi that proclamation, we are free at last. It might not be free from the ANC here, but we will know, know we are one step closer to removing this incompetent government. Because here's the thing, they failed black people, they failed coloreds and white people all together. No one is anywhere better. But we now know what we're going to do as indigenous people. We have information that we've received today. So for those of you who vote, go out the 29th, um, go out and vote, and vote with your mind, vote with your conscience. But don't remember when you vote, to remember what happened over the last five years, over the last 30 years, 
both the DA, EFF, and all other political parties, what they've done for you. And that's how you vote. Don't only vote because Zuma can sing quiet or because Stina Eisen can dance or speak English lekker or because Ramaphosa can jiva. Vote what the political party can give to you. So yeah, that's my whatever. Uh, for my side, Ivan, if it's a team and really to the DJ who always helps me with all the sound, whatever. Thank you, my brother. I really appreciate you. Um, until next week, Monday, same time, same place. God bless you all. Be safe, take care. Bye-bye. Hey, Mr. Brown, feeling down? Listen to the leading internet radio station in Cape Town. Verpletter plezier, luister naar Radio Eerste Vier. Dus ons stasie, onze talent en hele play lekker onze mensen. Enjoy Samsung Galaxy AI technology this fantastic Friday. Save 7,200 Rand when you get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 for only 699 Rand per month on an Elevate 2 contract. Plus, get 30 gigs free data to experience Samsung Galaxy AI. Go in store or call 084145, valid 23 Feb to 3 March. Switch to Celsi today. Now on SA's best network. T's and C's apply. Celsi, change your world. La, 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 wait till I get my money right I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven When I woke, I spent that on a necklace I told God I'll be back in a second Man, it's so hard not to act reckless To whom much is given, much is tested Get arrested, guess until he get the message I feel the pressure under more scrutiny And what I do, act more stupidly Bought more jewelry, more Louis V My mama couldn't get through to me The drama, people suing me I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me I'm just saying how I feel, man I ain't one of the Cosby's, I ain't go to hell, man I guess the money should have changed them I guess I should have forgot where I came from Let that man get cash, let that man get past 
move through the rumors He could drive off of fumes Cause how he move in a room full of nose How he stay faithful in a room full of hoes Must be the pharaohs he in tune with his soul So when he buried in a tomb full of gold Treasure, what's your pleasure? Life is a uh, depending how you dress her So if the devil wear Prada, Adam, Eve wear Nada I'm in between but way more fresher Way less effort Cause when you try hard That's when you die hard Your homies looking like Why God When they reminisce over you My God
Radio Yesterafir, onze stasie, onze talent, onze mensen. WhatsApp ons bij 064-536-9095. Talk to us, die dang ruk hier. Butchers Market offers the best quality, locally sourced and 100% halal meats. Visit our store at Sambury Square Mall. Contact us at 021-565-04-9 TPM for your halal meats. As a fumanega band, as a fumanega guys, in number two, 064 Yeah, yeah, 